Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, folks? Welcome in to another episode of Believe in Commanders. Anthony Armstrong here, the original one three. Hitting you with another one. Today, we talking about some more things going on in the NFL. Not much happening in Commander's land, but you know what? There have been some head coaching hires across the NFL. And no, nothing in the Burgundy and Gold just yet, but uh, the Chargers have made a decision on their head coach. And there's signs that the Panthers have zeroed in on their guy. Uh, two head coaching hires going on so far, which takes a few names off of the list, which shortens that list of coaches that are candidates for that commander's job. Uh, thanks, y'all, for joining in. Uh, we also going to talk a little bit about uh, some of these, uh, the, the honors finalists that are out there now uh, that have been announced. So uh, see who maybe some of my favorites are. Uh, we'd love to hear what some of your favorites are. So uh, jump in the conversation there at Believe Commanders on XIG, TikTok, and YouTube. See what we're talking about. And uh, shout out to my man. You, you, you reached out to me. He said you're a new subscriber listening to the episode with Julie Donaldson from a few, uh, maybe a week and a half, 10 days back or so. So uh, shout out to you. Appreciate you tuning in and subscribing to the show. And, and as always, folks, if you are not aware, make sure you make your way over there to betonline.ag. That's our number one spot for all your sports betting needs. You get yourself a 50% welcome bonus if you are new over there to that spot. Um, and, yeah, you got Super Bowl matchups. You got all uh, all the lines that you could be looking for. You want to do some futures, you can do that. You can have bet on this upcoming uh, conference championship games and, and different lines inside of that. You got the spreads, you got the money lines. There's also baseball, basketball, football, uh, NHL, uh, poker, esports, all types of free contests. I'm going to click on the free contest now. There's usually something that's pretty good. Here we go. Championship Sunday, they have a $10,000 props challenge over there at betonline.ag. Use our code, okay? Use our code. They got 10, uh, some, the previous things that were going on throughout the year. Uh, they had a $25,000 free college bowl pick that was going on out there as well. So you may catch some free contests over there at betonline.ag. Shout out to them for being sponsors and holding it down for the show. Uh, but first things first, let's go ahead and talk about the head coaching hires across the NFL so far, or at least the ones that are being reported. So uh, number one, the big one, Jim Harbaugh is Slated to leave Michigan, national champion Michigan for the sunny South Cal uh, Southern California. Uh, uh, well, not San Diego. He's in L.A. So he's going to L.A. to the Chargers, take over that gig. Um, man, that's a huge hire. That's a huge hire. He's one of the big fish that were uh, out there in the coaching atmosphere for the past couple of years. Matter of fact, uh, I mean, you got a guy who's been in the NFL, played in the league, coached in the NFL, uh, had been to a Super Bowl had been to a Super Bowl, and then now he's making his return to the NFL. Uh, I want to say, I think, five, nine, seven, eight years since he last coached in the league. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how he how he uh, steps in into the Chargers organization. I mean, when you think about it, uh, we talked about it with Clarence Hill uh, a few episodes ago on the show. You were listening to that. Uh, he was saying that the Chargers job had to be one that be at the top of the list for a lot of you know head coaches and GM candidates because – Starting at the top, you have yourself a franchise quarterback and Justin Herbert. You have somebody that, one, they've committed to financially, uh, but he's performed on the field. Uh, I mean, you know, been 50-50 pretty much in record, but 
when you're looking at it. I mean, you've got a guy that you think you can build around. He's big, tall, strong, fast, athletic. He can do a lot of things. Uh, you got some big, tall receivers outside, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnson, the first-round pick, and Keenan Allen, just the silent uh, the silent killer out there, man. He's such an underrated receiver. So you, you've got players. You've got some players. Um, you had an Austin Eckler. You know, there's a lot of weapons on that offensive side of the ball. Um, now, now the big thing, what you know, Brandon Staley was brought in there to do was to you know make sure that defense was making some plays, but they just did not do it. Uh, they didn't do it. They they faltered in games late often. Um, so this is what Jim Harbaugh is going to uh, going to you know uh, inherit, if you will. He's going to take this on. Uh, so what do you think he's going to do with this team? Let me know on Twitter, Believe Commanders, or at Rated Armstrong, either one. I want to know, what do you think? Because I think that you're going to have – you got to go back and look at old school San Francisco. I say old school. Look at San Francisco uh, from back when they went to the Super Bowl, when they had Colin Kaepernick at quarterback. Now, I'm not saying you're going to see as much read option and things of that nature with Justin Herbert, but you would have to think that Jim Harbaugh is going to find a way to utilize some of his athleticism to get him out on the edge, make some plays with his legs, and create big plays uh, for the rest of that offense. So, in my opinion, I think that you're going to see a more um, a more creatively used uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, then you also got to think about Austin Neckler, his usage. I think he's going to be able to see his value go up and see his uh, involvement in the offense increase as well. So it's going to be exciting times out there in California. The Chargers get their head coach. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has agreed to sign on with the Chargers. The, the next hire is the offensive coordinator out of the Buccaneers, Brett Canales. He is being is it, oh shoot yeah coach Canales uh, he's being tabbed as the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers all right that's the name that they're looking for Dave Canales I'm sorry Brett Canales I don't know who y'all are but if you get a lot of follows mentioned it's because <laughs> I said your name on the show uh, Adam Schefter is, is reporting it that the Panthers are hiring the Buccaneers former offensive coordinator Dave Canales uh, as their head coach and it pretty much seems to be something that's going to do all but it's, everything's going to happen it's going to go down um, and you know if you go back once again to that episode with uh, with Clarence Hill he was saying that you know shoot uh, the owner of the Panthers may not be the, the best guy to want to work for, you know? So I wonder if that was maybe skewing some candidates from actually wanting to go down there to that organization. I mean, I'm sure you got to look at it. Heck, hey, you have a young quarterback in Bryce Young. You definitely need to fix the offensive line. There's a lot of other pieces that need to be fixed. Uh, but, you know, if your boss is somebody that you're not too fond of, it's difficult to work for. We've seen it in Washington. We've seen it in Washington where that was a big deterrent for coaches and players to want to go. Uh, it was due to ownership. But then uh, now you see Dave Canales getting that job. So it's going to be interesting to see what he can do with a young quarterback. Um, he's obviously had some had a good season with Baker Mayfield at the helm uh, over there under Todd Bowles in Tampa Bay. So two head coaches have been hired. Two jobs are off the market. And that still leaves Washington's favorite, uh, Ben Johnson. It seems to be the guy, the guy that everybody's getting behind. And I, I'm, all, I'm all for it. I'm all for it because, frankly, I'm sitting back here. I'm enjoying the process. I mean, I, that's just what it is. I'm enjoying this process. I'm enjoying uh, to sit back and see how this team is being constructed, to see how uh, the ownership group is going about making these processes and making these decisions. And, you know, it seems like everything is going out well, is being planned uh, to operate accordingly. So I'm with it. I am with it. Flip. Quick flip here. Uh, 
some things that are going on now. The NFL Honors finalists have been announced. Uh, so there have been the finalists for eight of the AEP's Associated Press's 2023 NFL Awards, including the five players in contention for the MVP, were revealed on Thursday. Uh, the finals were determined through the AP's revamped voting system, which asked voters to rank their top five picks for MVP and top three for other awards. Uh, other awards. The winners will be announced at the 13th annual NFL Honor Ceremony on February 8th, 2023, which will air live on CBS and NFL Network and stream on Paramount Plus and NFL Plus. So you have a few options where you can watch the NFL Honors. Um, I like that they do this now. They, they have a, a a way to celebrate the players at the end of the season before the Super Bowl. They're able to make this a whole event uh, leading into the Super Bowl and the Pro Bowl. So I think this is a good thing. I, I love that the NFL has been doing this. Obviously, it's been doing it for 13 years. So I, I love to see that the NFL is showing their players some love, giving some, fla- giving some flowers. So starting out, the big Award? No, we not. No, we not. No, we not. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's go from top to bottom. AP Most Valuable Player MVPs. I think we all know these names, and we've already talked about them. We've heard their names been thrown around. Uh, you have Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, and Brock Purdy. Uh, so you have two 49ers, uh, took three other quarterbacks as well. So four quarterbacks total, and Christian McCaffrey at running back. Uh, you know, there's obviously a strong argument for every single one of these guys to, you know, receive this award. Christian McCaffrey's been balling out of his mind, doing everything uh, the right way, running it, catching it, getting the ball in the end zone. Brock Purdy is the guy that's directing that offense. He is the orchestrator of it, making sure everybody shows up where they're supposed to be. Uh, and, and you saw what Dak Prescott did all year. He balled. Put up a lot of points. You know, the 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 bad taste left in your mouth after the playoff game. That that makes it tough. Uh, but hey, he still earned the right to be up here on this list. Josh Allen has been special, and then Lamar Jackson. That's my favorite to win. Um, he has had an absolutely amazing season. He's doing everything that he said he was going to do and more. So uh, I, I will put my bet on Lamar Jackson uh, for winning the uh, MVP. Now you flip over here to the defensive player of the year. This is a this is one that's got uh, pretty much all pass rushers, and then one cornerback, right? one lesser known cornerback. So let's start with the names that we all recognize and know: T.J. Watt, outside linebacker; Micah Parsons, line up everywhere, uh, pass rusher for the Dallas Cowboys; Miles Garrett, who's been doing it at a high level year in and year out for the Cleveland Browns; Max Crosby, who's been balling up there for Vegas; and then you've got Deron Bland. I think he has about what six pick sixes this year. Uh, absolutely outstanding what he's been able to do stepping in for Trevon Diggs. Uh, I voted for him. I voted for Deron Bland because he was making some special plays all year, really made the most of his opportunities. But out of this list of players, I don't think you can go wrong. I really don't. Whoever wins is going to be very deserving. Um, to me, when you start to think about the defensive player of the year, or really offensive, any any of them, I, I like to see who's impacted the game the most and who uh, who's 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 going to uh, whose team is going to back uh, fall back a little bit if they are removed uh, from the game. So those two things kind of go into my mind. But give me Deron Bland just because his on-field performance has been absolutely outstanding. AP Offensive Player of the Year. Let's see what are we working with here. You've got 
one quarterback, two quarterbacks, Dak Prescott and and Lamar Jackson. So we already heard about those guys for the MVP. Christian McCaffrey, his name pops up again. Then you've got Tyreek Hill, who's had a solid, solid season down there in Miami and C.D. Lamb. Record-breaking season for the Cowboys. Uh, setting re- setting records for reception, setting records for yards in the season. He has balled out. Uh, offensive player of the year, you can frankly go to any of those guys. And I'll say if if, if one of these guys, if Lamar wins the MVP, he's going to get offensive player of the year. I mean, that's, that's going to be what happens. It, it seems to be that I don't think how you can mince those two. I don't think how you can separate them. Um, but what Tyreek Hill has done this year has been absolutely outstanding. He he said he was going to get 2,000 yards. If he wasn't missing a game or two here or there, I think he would have easily uh, eclipsed that number. Uh, so I, I'm sure he'll knock that out next year. Um, you know, we already know what Lamar is doing. We already talked about what Dak is doing. And CD's had a special season as well. All right, here we go. We got four more left. So right now, hey, folks, do me a favor. Jump over there to Twitter on X. Give ourselves a follow. Give us a follow at Believe Commanders if you haven't already. Let me know who's your MVP, Offensive Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to carry on and continue with this list. We're going to the Young Bucks, Offensive and Defensive Rookies of the Year. On offense, a couple of guys that are still in the playoffs making huge impact for their team with the Detroit Lions, Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta. Uh, First-round picks, Jameer Gibbs, everybody thought, went way too high. He's done nothing but produce and been a major impact player for this offense, and Sam Laporta has been a very uh, a favorite target for Jared Goff uh, as well. So those two guys are up there. Puka Nakua, I mean, what has this guy done but just step on the scene, uh, catch everything thrown his way, and just – make an impact and become Matt Stafford's favorite receiver. And then Cooper Cup comes in and he still continues to produce. Uh, B. John Robinson, Swiss Swiss Army knife down there in Atlanta. He's a do-it-all guy. And then you have C.J. Stroud. I mean, what has he done has been nothing but miraculous. It's been special just to watch how he handled himself all season, taking his team to the playoff. Rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, rookie offensive play caller. Uh, What they did was special. To me, my offensive rookie of the year, I got to give it to Puka Nakua. I do. The fact that he's a fifth-round draft pick, right, fifth-round draft pick, and then everybody else was a first-round draft pick, uh, I I, got to give that man some extra love. You know, I got to give him an extra point or two um, just for the fact that it's completely unexpected. Nobody saw uh, you know, uh, nobody saw Puka Nakua coming in doing this. Right? Puka may have seen this. And and let me give myself a correction. Sam Laporta was the 34th overall pick, so barely into the second round. And that's one that those guys could have easily went in the mid to late first round, but then they just fell out for whatever reason. Um, Sam Laporta, essentially a first rounder, but he's had a hell of a season regardless. But I'm still got to give my – I still got to give my vote to Puka Nakua because I think the guy's just been special, just been special. Uh, defensive rookie player of the year, we got Will Anderson down there in Houston, Jalen Carter, Philadelphia Eagles, Joey Porter Jr., Kobe Turner, uh, defensive tackle for the Rams, and then Devin Witherspoon, uh, Seahawks cornerback. Ah, shoot, man. I can tell you with this one, 
it's coin toss for me. I mean, I, I don't necessarily have a favorite. I think Devin Witherspoon played really well uh, coming in as a rookie. You could tell that Seattle put him in positions to be successful and, and make the most of what he's able to do. They didn't really ask him to do anything that he's not uh, good at and willing to do. That's coming up and tackle and getting physical in, this, uh, in the defense. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., I mean, he's had a hell of a season over there as well. Jalen Carter continued to show up and be disruptive. So this one's a coin toss. Um, but if I had to give it to anybody, yeah, let's let's give it to Devin Witherspoon. Let's give it to him. Uh, that would be my vote. But I would love to hear what you guys know. Let me know about that at, at Believe Commanders, okay? And last bit here, last – oh, no, not last one, two more. Comeback Player of the Year. Now, this one, I think coming into the season, everybody expected it to be one guy, one guy alone. That's DeMar Hamlin. Out of Buffalo, from the from from the way you know his previous season ended, and him being able to get back out there on the field is a, is a it's a story, it's a testament uh, to his fortitude, um, and shout out to the medical staff being able to take care of him, get him healthy, and then him being able to to have the want and the will to get back on the field. So that's he's a winner in my eyes just for that. But when you look at the other players on this list. You can't do nothing but, you know, think, oh, man, maybe maybe this vote's going to go somewhere else. Uh, you start with Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, he's coming back and having a solid season, a really, really good year that fell short in the playoffs. Matthew Stafford, he coming back, uh, being named as a comeback player of the year finalist. Those two kind of fall smaller on the list to me. I think that they would fall below DeMar Hamlin um, if I had to vote. Uh, so DeMar would at least be third in my eyes. Now you have Baker Mayfield. He just lost in the playoffs to the Detroit Lions, but the way that he's been on four teams in a short amount of time seems to have found some stability and a resurgence in his career down there in Tampa Bay. Got to give Baker some love for that one. I think that he would be able to, to jump up on that list. Uh, but then you have the old, old wily Joe Flacco. Gets cut from the Jets, on the couch, gets signed by the Browns, and then he goes on a run. Uh, what he was able to do uh, over there in Cleveland was that was special. It was special. It was an inspiration. I, I, I bet there's some guys that got up off the couch and pulled a hamstring or two because Joe was still out there flinging around. They probably joined the flag football league. Uh, it might have got might have got hurt on one weekend, but uh, Joe had a hell of a year. Uh, shout out to him with that. Uh, but for me, I'm going to give my vote to Baker Mayfield. I'm going to give it to him. I respect that guy, just how he handles himself. I mean, he's, he, he, he has that brash demeanor. Um, you know, he, he has to carry that, that, that chip on his shoulder. But, man, when you show up to a new organization, you're following up Tom Brady. I mean, let's start there, right? Tom Brady just retired, and you step up and have to, one, go through a quarterback competition with Kyle Trask. You win the quarterback competition, but you're following Tom Brady. That's that's tough as hell, period. And still be able to get that team to the playoffs. Um, I, I got to give Baker Mayfield love for that, and that would be my AP uh, player of the year. Okay, now let's get to the last two. There's some coaches here, coach of the year and assistant coach of the year. The coach of the year, you got the kneecap biting, the grit personified Dan Campbell, uh, John Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryan's rookie head coach, Kyle Shanahan right up there, and Kevin Stefanski, all great candidates for Coach of the Year. Uh, give my vote to D'Amico Ryan's. What he's done down there is special. What he, he's done has been special. Uh, AP Assistant Coach of the Year, Ben Johnson uh, in Detroit, Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator in Baltimore, Todd Munkin, offensive coordinator, 
in Baltimore. Jim Schwartz, your defensive coordinator in Cleveland, and Bobby Slowick, offensive coordinator down there in Houston. I think these are all great people that are uh, that are deserving of this reward, but award. But for me, I, I'm going to give this to Todd Munkin, and I think Todd Munkin gets this. AP assistant coach of the year award because he's he's one he's coming from college he's going into a, a whole new he's going into the pros he's going in there to work with Lamar Jackson um, and they they're trying to retool this offense coming off of what was pretty run heavy um, and now you've got Lamar throwing for the most yards he has in his career he's in in the MVP race uh, Zay Flowers has been exciting and special so to me Todd Munkin is a guy that really deserves to have his name uh, up on this award for the AP Assistant Coach of the Year. Uh, yeah, so I wish those were on Bet Online, but they're not. So, yeah, but what is on Bet Online? There's some other odds, other sports that you can go and get your uh, get your bet on with, if you will. And uh, for your listening pleasure, y'all, we're on all your favorite streaming platforms. So share this with your mama, share this with your family. Uh, let them tune in because we want to have a bigger community with this thing. Okay, uh, use our code Believe B L E A V at BetOnline.ag to get yourself a welcome bonus. And then finally, y'all, jump in that combo over there at believe commanders on x on ig uh, tiktok youtube i want to know who are your finalists who's your mvp of the year who's your mvp of the year let us know we'd love to hear about it uh for brian murphy i'm anthony armstrong y'all be good set that standard and i'll talk to y'all later thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.